0: Season 4, Episode 2 of the ASI Podcast. My name is Russ Shaw. So the email address for discreet communication with me, the host, is russ at asi247.org. Twitter handle is at russshaw, all one word right there. The website for this year' podcast is asi247.org. Uh, click on the like button for Meet rush Shaw on the Facebook page, and you can find the show notes for this year' podcast right there. You can stick it out the back door, hide it under your bed. You can turn. Truth can be painful, but we can wallow in the shame of it all, or we can uh, g- get a new attitude towards the conviction and the growing pains of truth, can we not? Yes, we can, alright? That's the thing about shame, is it's kind of warm and comfortable and you can get used to it, right? Like if you can get past the smell, you can get used to shame, it's, it's kind of like that but it's still very painful, isn't it? The prodigal son, I mean the Bible records that he's he's like living with the pigs. I imagine that guy smelled pretty bad and, and the pain finally got enough. Uh, today, the topic of the show, I'm gonna start to kick this off, the trifecta of human motivation. What is that? We're all going to talk about it, all right? You're going to want to subscribe because it's going to be probably a three-part deal. And uh, it's going to be intense. So put your seatbelts on. Subscribe as not to miss an episode. priority one for the human race yeah. yes, that is some Gary Hoey again, blues guitar uh, great stuff man, I love I love that guy I downloaded some of those that Christmas stuff that he did and then I saw this uh, fade to blue Gary Hoey Guitarist, Just a gifted uh, gifted musician, man. Love this guy. So yeah, again, ASI247.org. Click on the music tab. You can download the tunes right there. The bumpers I play. You can download the tunes in their entirety. I uh, I like that whole album, to be honest with you. It's a good... The whole album is, is pretty dang good. Uh, Fade to Blue by Gary Hoey. And also, some good news uh, to announce about the, <laughs> the bumper music. Um, iTunes did not have an issue with the last uh, podcast I uploaded, right? So, and I used that song by the Bleachers. Yes, there was copyright material in there, but because it's a bumper promo, um, I can do that. And been asking about being a uh, iTunes affiliate as well, so that would also help as uh, as a guy who does a talk show That plays bumper promos, just like talk radio does, all right? So it's kind of like digital history being made by podcasters like myself uh, doing talk shows in the digital media genre. Because it's kind of win-win, right? It's like uh, the, the artists or the recording industry that needs to sell recorded material gets pr- to promote their stuff um, as I play snippets and bumpers of the emotional build-ups that I like to use in uh, in you know producing or creating some tension around a topic and uh i get to point to the website where the artists where you can download that and uh and the recording industry gets uh gets some money back for that which is a good thing it's it's like win-win right there's still a weird legal gray area but i'm more comfortable with it now right just based on the the history of what what has transpired since since the last podcast, and since I got that email in late December, so just just letting you guys know another announcement, Stephen Kewen. Uh, The author of 10 Lies Men Believe About Porn is going to uh, do some guest hosting here on the podcast. Uh, We've been in talks about that and it looks like it's going to happen. So that will be awesome. Love to have Steve Kewen sitting in uh, on the the helm, the captain's chair (laughs) of the USS uh, ASI Enterprise, right? Whatever it is. Um, But yes, I'm humbled and honored to have uh, Stephen uh, doing some podcasts because uh, I respect the guy. I like his material. He's got a great book. Ten Lies is my favorite book on this topic. For men who struggle with sexual compulsion, sexual addiction, um, this book is, uh, I would say, it's the best book that's out there on this topic. And that's my opinion, all right? Um, Stephen and I, very like minded individuals, he, he talks about uh, principles that I've been talking about on the show since day one on um, identity and purpose and, and who you are and the lies that we believe, right? That we are motivated by our norms, and some of the norms are lies, right? (laughs) Cultural norms, man. Uh, Not just cultural, but stuff that gets kicked around in our head, and some of it comes from from the church even, uh, that keeps us in bondage. So again, Stephen Kewen's book, uh, Ten Lies, is a great book. He did agree to do, uh, we, we talk about it, we're in in talks about it, right? About doing a podcast, he's going to be doing an interview um, t- upcoming, so whether he does more than one podcast is up to him, as I realize he is a busy man, but uh, it would be to the glory of God and the good of all mankind if he did. We all know that. So just putting that out there if he does, uh, again, want to do more than one topic. I, I invited him to be a guest host whenever he would like to do that. So anyway, that's uh, that's uh what's going on with that. Uh, Stephen Quin doing some guest hosting, and I am doing some stepping back from my primary role Uh, as a as a ministry guy if you want to use that word or call me that uh to do some other things my voice um i feel led and called into uh raising attention um elsewhere Uh, but i'm still doing this podcast as well just not as, as an active role as i used to but that's good news because i'm going to be doing more interviews and stuff like that and uh and yeah, so again, Stephen Kewen doing some guest work on this show would be awesome. And uh, anyway, just throwing that out there. Not trying to pressure him or anything. <laughs> I don't know. I know I'm bad like that. I'm, come on, Russ. You got some narcissistic tendencies there, don't you? Well, maybe I do. But uh, it's all for seeing people get freedom over a very serious... Um, very I don't take it lightly the fact that people get stuck in in this um, addiction compulsion it it does ruin lives it does wreck marriages careers Um, I've seen the devastation I've seen it in my own life and uh, I I have a passion for seeing people um, be freed by truth um, see a real life change in this area and uh, you know change is inevitable it, it will happen it, it just it's a matter of time in which direction that change takes us but uh, as our lives play out again change is inevitable sexual addiction blows apart trust and makes it very difficult To to repair that, right? It's it's insidious. And this podcast does make an impact, all right? It does change some things in some hearts and minds. So, again, this is a listener-supported podcast. And if you feel led to or have got something out of this message, um, seen some freedom even, I just any donation of even a buck, all right, would help to uh, keep this thing alive and rolling down the the information superhighway. So, yes, there it is, asking for donations. Um, But, yeah, if you feel led, yeah, please give. Anyway. And today on the show, I want to um, challenge you with giving up on what doesn't work all right and okay what does that look like that's gonna take some unpacking okay because I also say a lot in the show don't quit all right perseverance keep plugging along keep doing what you're doing um, I wanted to touch on a, a thing called homeostasis all right this is a, a part of biological science and it's a part of brain science as well um, it is our body's natural system to keep everything normal, all right? We try and change something, even in our diet or exercise or we move to a different place sometimes that changes this equilibrium, this, the chemicals in our body and the, and the thoughts in our mind even can be affected, our emotions. Are affected by a homeostasis all right it's it's our natural order of norms all right know keeping things this is not normal and your body starts to react to that which is perfectly normal when you change what your body thinks is normal and again taking on something as serious as, as sexual addiction it's going to mess with the chemistry going on in your body so it's okay expect that some resistance in your flesh all right to this ever feel like you're getting into a rut right like that's i think that's the spirit's way of taking on our flesh a little bit um you just you feel like you're in a rut and that's good because your body kind of wants to stay in that rut. But you know it's not helping you. You know it doesn't feel right, you know? You look to the side and you see dirt, and then you look to the other side and you see dirt, right? And you're going, man, I'm like in a trench or a, uh, something, some rut, you know? You take a wheelbarrow back and forth across the same plot of land over long enough, it's going to cut a groove, right? So. Maybe this uh, set of shows will be, you know, like a, I don't know, a drone that you put your phone in or something, and you go up above that and take a look at what's going on above the rut, all right? That's why how I want you to maybe look at this. yes back to the crisp clear sound of me not driving <laughs> that's what you're hearing now um change your mind change you uh that's a good little lyric there but it, what does that mean um unpacking that a little bit wanted to read you a post from nofap christians by a guy uh his reddit handle is the Master, mastur m a s t u r Uh, And he says this. Today, I'm nine days in my new streak, and although it is hard, I feel more determined than ever. I found myself more time to pray, have a moment of quiet time with God, and reading more out of the Bible. I also picked up my guitar again to improve my playing. I also noticed that the abstinence from fapping makes me feel closer and more connected to people. Stay strong and God bless. Um, The reason I read that to you is because it has everything to do with this trifecta of motivation. See, it's not that we simply change our mind or try a new system, um, but that we see, again, up above the rut what happens right and here's another guy sharing his story that we are um that that he's he's seeing some change because of the system that he lives in all right because of where he's at and how his focus is changing It's the perspectives that change. When we see those perspectives change, that's what makes the change happen. That's what motivates us, all right? It's not simply that we would, you know, try something new or just change our mind. But that we would see that if we stand in this different perspective, like looking in from the outside in this guy's story, how how things have changed for him just by changing his focus. It's not that we have to force ourselves out of a rut. It's that we see what's above it, right? When we don't just see dirt on both sides. Um, Some of this material I'm talking about today comes from a book by a guy named Daniel H. Pink. It's not a, quote, Christian book, all right? <laughs> one of those, it, it, it's a, It's not even about uh, addiction or anything like that. Um, the book is called Drive, The Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us. And it's a number one bestseller in the genre of occupational and organizational popular psychology. So this is a kind of management tool in leadership for businesses and stuff. And, and that's why I, what I found fascinating. I heard the guy do a TED talk on uh, the trifecta of human motivation. And I, I thought it was it, filtering it through my Christian worldview. I saw some great truth to be gleaned from this dude's talk. Uh, what he said is the the trifecta of human emotion is autonomy, mastery, and purpose. And I want to unpack that for you by starting with the first one, autonomy. Autonomy is a a sort of independence that you do things out of what you want to do, not what you have to do, right? When we have a want-to attitude towards life and towards the tasks of life and towards how our daily lives spill out, and we're doing exactly what we want to do that changes things right instead of this kind of guilt tripping especially with you know the religion right you're breaking God's heart or you're hurting God when you I mean I've said that myself but the truth of the matter is that God is not after our begrudging submission that's something that Matt Chandler in Texas a pastor says a lot God is after our long-term joy. He wants us to want to obey him, not out of, oh, I have to do this, you know, I'd rather be doing that, but I have to do this because, you know, I love God and God's making me. No, autonomy in in my Christian worldview says that God is my creator and the lover of my soul and he wants good for me. He wants life for me john ten ten is one of my favorite scriptures in the bible where jesus says the devil comes to kill steal and destroy jesus says i come to bring life and to bring it more abundantly it's that obedience to god is not it, it's <laughs> it brings more joy and more life one of the biggest reasons for depression and anxiety and just being frustrated and angry in life is that we buy the the cultural spiritual idea that we are somehow the center of the universe right like we're told even as little kids, and especially kids today, you're told you're just awesome, right? You're, everything you do is great. Everything you do is awesome. And, and then the real world, we start to enter into the real world and realize that that's not how things really are. But when we believe the lie, as my friend Stephen Kewen would say, when we believe the lie that the universe revolves around us, that's what is painful. And I think some of us have um, authority issues. Like I had some deep authority issues because I saw obedience to a higher power as something that was trying to hurt me, right? Like I always had this overpowering authority figures and i maybe connecting some of that to my daddy issues, right? Issues with my dad that if I disobey him, he won't love me, right? I'm really believing that in my heart. Or thinking that. Believing that lie. And again, it's making us about, you know, it's making the system above the relationship. And that's what I talked about some on the last show. And I got emotional about it because it's so true. God is not a disconnected, abusive father that expects us to obey him. And if we don't, he's going to crumple us up like a, you know, piece of garbage and throw us into the wastebasket of hell. That's not how the Christian scriptures and theology works that's not love that's not grace so part of that autonomy and hopefully that's something that you would see right rising up out of the pit to see that God is loves us God is worship we can worship God rather than ourselves and make our lives more about being being about righteousness right hunger and thirsting for for righteousness rather than seeing our own way you know go the way we want it to when we when our desires match up with god's desires that's when joy happens that's when strongholds are broken strongholds stay firmly in place when we believe that the universe revolves around us and if we don't get our way it must be because we're not being good enough or knowing all the rules or following all the rules well or obeying the law good enough right and it just erodes our joy when we think that right the disappointment that comes from thinking that life or the universe revolves around us or our lives are about us see frustration happens when we're not getting what we want when the circumstances don't line up with the way we want things to be that's when these bursts of anger come out right the temper tantrums and listen if you're honest more often than not isn't PMOing a kind of passive aggressive temper tantrum towards your spouse or towards even God himself see the good news is that obedience isn't that you're perfect right it's even the contrary to that that you admit that you're not perfect because it's in that that we find humility and that we actually open our eyes and see God has a pattern and a will and we get to sync up with that pattern and will a big part of that is through humility and realizing that we're not the center of the universe. Again, it's a very humble, worshipful act to realize that our obedience to the law doesn't measure our purity or holiness, right? Or godliness, But it's a relationship with Christ that does those things. And that's the good news. This is Galatians 2.21. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. That is uh, from the NIV. I love this. This is from the... uh, Here's a different translation of that scripture from the Common English Bible. Galatians 2.21... I do not ignore the grace of God, because if we become righteous through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, this is from the Common English Bible. You are saved by God's grace because of your faith. This salvation is God's gift. It is not something you possessed. It is not something that you did that you can be proud of. I love that it's so true as we grow in that we realize that 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 righteousness is a gift that god gives us through walking with him it's not something that you earn so that no man may boast right that's the english standard version translation of that not by works so that no man may boast And that produces that relationship. And that relationship produces that good autonomy and independence of spirit and soul and freedom. So maybe one thing that you could think about, take away from this show, is that taking part in the ultimate challenge, as the Fabstronauts would say, is syncing up with obedience to the way things just are. All right, that God's not out to destroy your fun, make you a neat moral boy or girl, but God's after your long-term joy. And the good news is the humility of having to you know, come down and actually be honest about ourselves and our place as sinful human beings who are not perfect. It's a, Lord help me, I want to be obedient attitude, right? It's getting past that begrudging submission to like the the song I played in the last show, that song by the bleachers. I want to get better. I didn't know how broken I was until I wanted to change and now I want to get better. So the biggest thing I want you to get is this first one. I'm going to share you the first one. We'll talk about the other two in a couple of different shows in the future. But the first one being autonomy. It's really belonging. You are in Christ as a believer. I want to read you this this is uh this will change your perspective right this will pull you out of that that soup if you're maybe overly burdened with this kind of religious shaming um check this out this is galatians 2 uh starting in verse 15 we ourselves this is the apostle paul talking and teaching um in a letter we ourselves are jews by birth and not gentile sinners yet we know that the person is not justified by works of the law but through faith in jesus christ so we also have believed in christ jesus in order to be justified by faith in christ and not by the works of the law because by the works of the law no one is justified See, it's not just a devoid of relationship, change your mind, change you. Here's a new set of rules to follow. It's relationship with God, and we're not alone. And that is so incredibly important and so powerfully true. Um, Does the Bible talk about the ultimate challenge, Russ? (laughs) Check this out. This is uh, Hebrews, uh, the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, uh, starting in verse 1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and every sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that set before us, looking to who? The goal? No, looking into Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That is just beautiful right there. And if that isn't a way to impact your soul with some autonomy, man, I don't know what is, right? It's getting in it with your faith, believing it because it's true. And if you're if you're not a Christian, if you're just listening to this, and maybe you've heard some things, or maybe you've walked away from your faith, or you grew up with a message that was contrary to what the Bible teaches here, um, I just want to in- invite you to to connect with God. All right, find a, a good place to just pray and talk to Him. Even bring up your doubts and concerns or fears, and God honors that. Man, I want to believe. Maybe that's your prayer and, and God honors that. You don't have to know everything. It's just this this invasion of faith. It's like a good invasion in your soul and in your heart. My faith would get crushed when I would think about this religious kind of oh well Jesus gives you purity and now you should be pure of you know thought and of action and i would just think to myself i am just such a expert at being a sinner (laughs) how this isn't working see i believed the lie that my adventurous heart and spirit that my own autonomy and independence was dirty was the problem because my faith was placed in the working in it working right that's not relationship either folks all right that's not relationship i'll leave you with this um faith is not something that we muster up via willpower faith is our object who is jesus christ um this is uh, from the book of timothy first timothy uh one starting in verse 15 the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that christ jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom i am the foremost in some translations he says of whom i am the chief he calls himself the chief of sinners this is the apostle paul the guy who wrote two-thirds of the new testament um Verse 16 he goes on, But I received mercy for this reason, that in me as the foremost Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were in belief in him for eternal life. Verse 17, To the King of all ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, to be the honor and glory for ever and ever amen you are not alone and in that lays your purity all right i love you guys i'm gonna leave you with a tune by the band cutlass a bumper here love the band cutlass i love that this song also shows that god isn't interested in having a bunch of stepford wife robots too right that are auto Autonomy and independence can actually be a beautiful sense of worship. Some stuff to wrestle with, some stuff to digest um, again russ at asi247.org is my email address if you ever want to chat about any of this stuff I uh, love you guys I mean that sincerely Till next time bye When the path is daunting. And every step exhausting I'm not alone I'm not alone No, no How your love has moved